0: Song was he was doing right when you said it. Oh no no of course. I mean if if anyone says na na na, like y- y- we know what that is. We're from that you know. We're from that era. These little, younger kids won't know. Nah, they. My they brothers will know, but yeah, oh that's because they have me as an older brother, and they're kind of old too. Well, one of them's he acts like he's just as old as I am. I'm sorry. Who <laughs> and I act like I'm as old as my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, that's all me for real. But like, no, like listen, listen bro, he owns some Marvel Marvin gay vinyls. Oh, that's He's twenty three. Mm. That's what's up. Like round I'm sitting here like on. I haven't bought me a vinyl player yet, and this kid is making a collection already. No, hey,
1: for real though, I I was about to say, like, I don't know what we do like maybe like in a few weeks. I, I gotta find something to sit it on, though. That's the thing. I can find a table to sit it on.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it's the sound of finals, man. It just hits different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Heard though. Y'all know what I mean. Alright, okay. so how's your past previous week, sir? Um uh, to be honest with bro. I'm, I'm going through. It. Man, I'm going through it. Um, Is this something I need to not be recording? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh nah, nah. You good? You
1: know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over transparent with, with, with I'm just our family I could,
0: You know, I could stop it and edit, or just cut it out completely in the editing process.
1: Nah, you good? Um, which
0: I haven't done in like months. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah, it's was, it was all good. It's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah, it's just, uh, just, just trying to be empowered right in in this process that i'm in or this transition i'm in right now yeah no definitely a lot of uh just trying to learn to be there for people also be there for myself as well Mm. yeah yeah you know definitely just in the season of make sure i am putting myself first but then seeing the consequences well not the consequences of it but just seeing how certain people do act when i do Myself
0: first, isn't it funny how, like, when you finally start to do something for yourself, people want to act like you're just being like the most selfish person in the world because they're used to having that kind of access to you where they can just kind of like run you around,
1: yeah. And then it's around that I'm the bad person, (laughs) right? And then
0: they want to paint you as the villain, like, it's 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 amazing,
1: like, it's, it's crazy. I'm like because uh, like you know how they always say like you know you can do a million nice things for someone but you do one bad thing they remember that forever
0: bro it's not even like you're doing a bad thing though it's like they just want to act like if they're not bu- running you around it's almost like bullying bro it's uh-huh. like bullying but then trying to guilt trip you afterwards because you decide to not let them bully you not like you're attacking them to attack back but you're just saying, nah, no more. And it's like, you're such a horrible, selfish person, this and this and this. It's like, uh, really? You're gonna try that on me? Do you think I'm weak like that? Like, I'm, that's gonna work? <laughs> it's not. Yeah. How about you? How's your week so far, man? Uh, so, like, in the past seven days. It's been alright. It's just been, man, it's so taxing with Like the school thing is one thing, right, and it's not something I can't handle. But now it's also the stress from having to, you know, find a new place to stay and everything. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. like it's been a month since he basically told me, you know, you gotta, you know, get up out of here, kind of deal. So, yeah, um, I basically, I basically, I know I need to be up like legally i have until the end of november i don't think he's gonna try to get me out of here until the end of december because i know his family's supposed to be coming over in like january so he's probably gonna want to keep the rent money coming in if he can until that last second mm-hmm. but realistically i'd still need to be able to you know find the place and find the funds and all that mm-hmm. yeah i got you for sure yeah I am who you say I am. Oh my goodness. Alright, but besides that, you know, everything's uh everything's I guess it's going well. Yeah, things yeah,
1: things things are going good. You know, like definitely that's what I do like when things are shifting or pivoting, like you like you know where you're you know where you're going. It's all about just the process of yeah. being done. <laughs> getting there yeah like i know i know i'm working towards it i'm just in the process of getting there you know you know, you know they say getting there is half the fun
0: <laughs> i had a question for you ready kind of it's going to be kind of random and like people like sorry like y'all gonna have to hear me peel back some of the things i might be thinking about a lot of times here. but uh so okay. um have, do you ever think about like like so maybe I'm going to sound like the guy who just wants to have kids so bad. Do you ever think about kids' names?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I do, yeah. Like, I do it so much to the point where, nah, don't judge me, I do this. So there's actually something on on TikTok where it's like, it shows, like, different names for, like, like kids if you do plan on having some. So, you know, I kind of want mine to have, like, an R in it since my name is Rodney. So I just look at what names seem suitable.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. I'm not gonna. Nope. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I do that. Well, it's not even that I do that. So, like, a couple of years ago, I just kept hearing the name, uh, hearing a a Hebrew name in my mind, um, and it's a girl's name. And so I looked it up and everything, found out what it was, what it meant, and everything. And I said, like, "Oh my goodness, okay." So I'm like, "This needs to be like the name of one of my you know children if I have a girl." But recently, in the past, like, week and a half, I've just been feeling in my spirit strongly, like, like, as far as a son, like, that naming the son after a lion. And I'm like, all right, well, I feel like the name Leo's really played out. I feel you. I'm not the biggest fan of the name Leo, but, you know, there's a lot of other things about it and different derivatives of things of what nature that you can go into about it but you know just mm-hmm. random random thing hmm. interesting and that has been weirdness with Big Mike guys welcome to the Godman podcast
1: <laughs>
0: where we open up with some weird things sometimes and talk about how each other's weeks have been I am Big Mike Hey, this you your boy Rock and we are very blessed and happy, and, and to have you guys listening in today. Listen to the sultry sound of my voice on this good day. Whenever you're listening to it, anyway, um, like, comment, subscribe, guys. Y'all know what the deal is by now. Uh, drop a rating. Reach out to us on at the Godman Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um, send us questions, prayer requests, whatever but yeah questions more questions for the grab bag of questions we're going to have on the podcast one soon one day if we can get, get you guys to send some more in um, and uh, find us on social media that's Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. and
1: Facebook
0: I said that first
1: oh I, I so, want to be your, your echo oh okay echo
0: All right, (laughs) all right. Now I feel like I feel like a little lame right now, but whatever. I'm cool with that. I can be corny. I'm gonna be a great dad, even though it has like nothing to do with it. I'm gonna be a great dad. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna be real with you, bro. What's up? I feel like all dads, like the good ones, have some level of corny in them, bro. Oh
1: yeah, for sure, hands down. (laughs) Like, I I don't know why it does. It's just like, it just goes with it. It just, I don't know why. It's like, I don't
0: know. Hey, all great dads have some level of corniness to them, bro. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it just, I don't know how, why it equates, but it just kind of does. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're getting way off topic already talking about fatherhood and that we're not even in yet. Man. Look at that. Preparation, preparation. It's so funny because, like, uh, I was talking to somebody the other week, it was a female friend of mine, Christina don't get mad because I said female, because it's true, she is a female, uh, it was one of the female friends I had, I think it was actually at work, and we were talking and she was just like, oh my goodness, when you going to have kids, you're so ready to be a dad, and I was like, listen, I don't know. I don't know when the kids gonna happen. It's, it's, shoot, the the lady got the the wife needs to happen first. I don't need to do this out of out of order like I've been uh wanting to do in this past week. I've been wanting to go out of order and just go make me a baby somewhere. <laughs> Not somewhere. It's somewhere very specific, <laughs> very specific person. But <laughs> praise the Lord that old things are passed away and all things mm-hmm. new and that i am not subject to my flesh mm-hmm. I'll it out. but notice i said not subject to it i didn't say that wouldn't have the desires because the crazy thing is people think that the desires are just going to be gone when you get saved and get delivered and everything and that's not true it's not true at all you're still going to have some desires you're still going to have your flesh combat you. In fact, it's probably going to combat you more than ever because now you're not giving it what it wanted. But you're a new creation, so you don't have to follow what the flesh wants.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: Um, and also, if I did, right? So let's say... This is how we're gonna jump into the subject. We're gonna just keep going along this line right now. Mm-hmm. So let's say I did give into my flesh because I'm just like, oh, I want a child, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm gonna go make me a baby and mess with this girl right here and make her a single mom. Right. That sounds toxic as hell. <laughs> it does sound toxic, but I'm just I'm just putting it all out there, right? I'm mm-hmm. gonna make her a single mom. And you know, and after I make her a single mom, I might as well go make the other three single moms too mm. um it sounds so terrible it sounds terrible it sounds so terrible, but anyway, um make her you know make her a mom and everything, and i'm gonna you know let's go how it's gonna be. she's gonna have my child, and we're gonna rock with it-,
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, I know what. God has said concerning my life already, right? Different things. Mm-hmm. I know some of the things I should be doing. I know things that I shouldn't be doing.
1: Don't do it. So Even you guy who's thinking it right now, don't do it.
0: Right. So, let's put it this way. If I decide to go ahead and be like, yo, I'm doing my own thing. I'm not going to listen to you, Lord. I'm just going to I'm going to go out and get this girl pregnant or whatever and get this girl pregnant and get this girl pregnant and that one. Yeah, we're going to have four at the same time. they all going to be born within the same couple months. If I were to do something like that, I would be stepping outside of the will that God has for me. Mm-hmm. And effectively, I would be choosing to not follow the I wouldn't necessarily even say the plan right but mm-hmm. not follow the call that God has for me because that point I'm not gonna lie to y'all if I were to do something crazy like that y'all I'm never gonna I'm i it's I'm not coming back to the church I'm not going back to reading the Bible I'm not doing nothing if I went down that road, it's because I chose the world over God, knowing the consequences. Now, if I did that, though, Rodney, I'd be stepping outside his will, and I'd be rejecting the call and rejecting the word spoken over me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what you'd be doing. Like, Something when you me. think about it, bro, it's kind of crazy when you think about it, bro. Like, you don't know necessarily everything about your life, right? Actually, mm-hmm. it's not you necessarily you don't know everything about your life mhm but then you know the Lord might give you some insight by giving you a word, giving you a prophecy, and telling you, "Hey, this is what I want for me. this is what I want for your from your life you know, let's say for example. <clears throat> God's saying, I have called you to be a pastor. It's the easiest one, right? Mm -hmm. I've called you to be a pastor. This is what you have to do. And these are the requirements that you're going to have in order to be a pastor. These are the set standards. But you're like, but I'm like, you know what? I know what you said, Lord, but Man, I, I really don't want to do that. So, am mean like, you, you bugging? God, I, this is this is too much. It's too many more rules. Why can't I just sit in the back of the church and do my thing and mm-hmm. just be like, you know, kind of like a regular church passerby, getting to heaven by you know just reading my word, praying, and you know just doing good when I need to do good, kind of mm-hmm. deal, right? You know, like bare minimum saint. Um. But God's like, no, because I called you higher and I built you to become higher. But you're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but see, I don't like these developmental things that you're doing to get me to that place, so I quit. Mm. Yeah. like God, I quit. I'm out. That's it. We done. When you abort the plan of God like that for your life, what people don't really I don't think what people get see everyone everyone likes the redemption story right everyone likes to hear of this person did this and this and they did all of these things and look they came back and look what God was able to do with them Mm -hmm. and that is fine and dandy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: however what you guys are not hearing Is for every one of those stories, you're not hearing the tens, fifties, hundreds of the ones that I left and that's it. There was no reclamation. There was no, you know, coming back to Christ moment. There was just this person left and that was it. They didn't get a do over. They didn't get a redo.
1: Mm hmm
0: there wasn't another chance necessarily and i think we as a church body like to you know kind of like speak of the uh second chances and everything and we love to talk about it and don't get me wrong it's right god you know is a god of second chances and everything however mm-hmm. uh sometimes when you have you when you abort a plan there is no coming back from it. Everyone always wants to talk about the prodigal son, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, look, the prodigal son did this, and the prodigal son came back, and this and this. But what we don't like to talk about is, yo, the prodigal son took out his inheritance early, which, by the way, was less than what he would have gotten anyway. Because mm-hmm. all right, let's 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 do a little quick history, this little, little like customs mm-hmm. lesson, right? Let's do it. Customary in the Bible it teaches the fathers to leave an inheritance to his sons right the eldest son um the eldest son the eldest son got the majority uh of uh the eldest son got the majority of the money or of the inheritance, right? Um, And while the eldest son got the inheritance, the majority of it, the youngest son got a portion, a smaller portion, right? Mm-hmm. Now check this out. Inheritances were supposed to be given out for the most part. You know, they were left for when the, the father died and passed away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, Let's just look at percentages. So let's say it's a 90-10 split between the two sons, the older son and then the younger son who's a knucklehead, right? He said, I want my 10% now, which is super disrespectful because of the way that worked. He's basically saying, like, you know, I wish you would just die so I can get my money. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He gets his 10%. He goes and he blows all of it, Right. He got his 10% of what the father had at the moment. You see, because when the father passes away, that 10% is going to be much larger because his wealth is going to be expanded much further. So he t- he spent his 10%, right? Asked for it, got it left. When he comes back, yes, he is established back in as far as like the... Rank and authority, and all of that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: There isn't an inheritance for him anymore. He already got it. That's it. That's done.
1: After that point, yeah.
0: He came back and he got right, but he lost benefits.
1: Mm, Come on now.
0: You can come, you can decide you want to get right. Like you can make up in your mind, I'm going to leave, I'm going to come back, and I'll get right later. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you're going to have all the benefits that you were supposed to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's still got the status and everything. He's being the son. But he doesn't have the inheritance that he would have had. Right? he He crapped out early. Yeah, he cast out early. So it's just, it's, it's one of those things that's kind of important to me to just realize, like, yo, we can't, we can't, we can't assume that you're going to, first of all, you can't assume you're going to get a second chance because you can decide, you know what, Lord, I'm going to do my thing and I'll come back later. And then you walk outside and you get, you know, you get hit by a truck. Then you got that Super Mario music playing when, the, you know, when you die. <laughs> While you on the side of the while you on the pavement, and guys like, well, you just made your choice. Mm-hmm. You you left. You made your choice. Now, if you would have stayed in my will, you would have known that you were supposed to stay inside for another five minutes in prayer, and that truck would have never hit you. Let's put another this way, right? I've literally heard people say this before, and Rodney. I know this is about to sound kind of crazy, right? But it it. But at the same time, it it's not because it you know, with, with logic, it's not. Uh somebody had told me before that you know they felt like because they got so much resistance from the enemy when they accepted Christ in their life, right? That. If they left right now and decided to just do their own thing in the world, it would not be they wouldn't be catching so much heat anymore, and the enemy would leave them alone. cause we've heard pastors preach this all the time. Enemy's uh-huh. not gonna mess with you when you out in the world cause he already got you. Okay, that's what you think. But let's put it this way. Look at another perspective if the enemy knows who you are in God even if you don't know who you are in God right But the enemy knows who you are in Christ why would he stop when you leave your your covering like honestly
1: Mm,
0: he knows that you're called to be this kind of manic. You're, you're called to be Rodney. You are called to be this mighty evangelist of Christ. Right. And mm-hmm. you're going to go and you're going to evangelize internationally. You're going to reach people in the Middle East and countries like Iran, which are, you know, which are violent towards and against Christians.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And God's like, I'm going to have this as my plan for you. And you're like, I can't deal with this anymore. I'm just gonna leave, and I'm because I don't want to keep dealing with uh, the attacks of the enemy. Uh-huh. Y'all think the enemy gonna stop just because you left and you're not doing it right now?
1: Mm, like number, honestly,
0: yeah. He don't stop because of that. In fact, when you leave the will of God and you leave the, that that safety net of being within God, is when He goes to kill you now. This is true. Wild, Rodney. why Mike because while you were in Christ and covered he couldn't kill you he could do a lot of things and make your life miserable maybe he could touch you He couldn't kill you but when you left from up under God's hand and up under that covering and you when you voluntarily left because you want to do you you left from your protection and now the oh. enemy says I am We can get him up out of here. Why are we going to get him up out of here? Because if he goes back. If he goes back to what he was doing and he goes back and accepts Christ and does the will of God. Then I can't touch him and he's going to make this. He's going to crumble down my kingdom. I've seen quite a bro. I'm I'm not even lying to you, bro. I've seen I've know a few people who mm-hmm. and I'm talking about like within a week after mm-hmm. basically talking about, you know, they just quit in church and everything
1: mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm.
0: One of them. One of them. Young, we were both like 23 at the time, I want to say 2021, 20, something like that. He had like a two year old daughter at the time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: healthy as can be. Had a heart attack. No oh, heart geez. problems. No drugs, no alcohol, not even caffeine, no history of anything in the family. Just randomly just had a heart attack and died. Man, this man's serious, bro.
1: Nah, I bet. Man. So so what does that killing look like? Um, just for those who kind of want like a more of a deep understanding so when say you do step outside of the the will of god and you start doing your own thing like when when the enemy's trying, trying to take you out like what does that look like like what are some things that kind of relates to, to that or even just like feelings or things that you do when it comes to, to that like i'm gonna be like?
0: real with you i was talking about literally killing you um
1: oh wow okay oh i yeah, thought you no, were I was saying talking about
0: literally killing i just told you about the heart attack where like i'm uh-huh. talking about like literally killing you now uh-huh. as far as like killing you in the spirit or something he don't need to do that because you did that to yourself. Mm. He's trying to kill you in the spirit while you're in Christ. Mm. You know, what kind of
1: reminds me of like I'm getting this analogy in my head or the vision of like um, of a mouse going to a mouse trap and <clears throat>
0: took the cheese, <laughs> took took to the
1: cheese, and guess what? Guess what happens? Now your your neck is snapped. You're you're dead or even better or like let's say you get get caught in in a sticky taper now now you caught some stuff you can't get out of Mm -hmm. it's like wow just like because honestly that's a big thing because you do kind of hear about and even for me like i'm starting to feel like the same thing a little bit myself because you know i'm like yo i kind of just want to take a break i want to get away but you know i'm kind of scared like oh what happens if i do take a break from ministry or take a break from the church what am I going to get tied up in that can distract me from A, B, C, and D? And the next thing you know, 15 years down the line, I'm probably caught up some stuff I know I was not supposed to be in, and I'm looking back, and I'm like, man, I should, I should have stayed in, 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 in God's will. Amen. His, I hear that. His, his perfect plan. And guess what my dumb self wanted to do? I just wanted to lay in bed all day. Look what happened.
0: Because i tell you what, bro. You know how it looks? It looks like this. Mm-hmm. I leave the church, I, I leave because I'm sick and tired of doing all the labor and the service and all this, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I leave. And you know what happens? Man, a couple months down the line, I'm doing good. I'm still reading my word. I'm still worshiping at home, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't have anyone hold me accountable. I'm not growing spiritually because I'm not under the leadership that's supposed to grow and develop me. And you know what happens? I start making little compromises first, right? You know what, man? I'm going to go ahead and just have this actual beer. Oh, wait. Didn't the Holy Spirit tell you to stop drinking years ago? And you did. Now, all of a sudden, just just a little bit of beer turns into um, heavy drinking again with liquor. Then next thing you know, you know what happens, Rodney? Bam. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I wake Where? up jaundiced. Eyes completely yellow, fingertips yellow, gums yellow, go to the hospital. And they're like, hey, you need new liver now. You destroyed it. Oh, no. Oh, no. You have destroyed your liver with your drinking. And you're sitting here like, but I hadn't drank in years. And I ain't had liver problems before. And I just did this. Mm. But you just fell out. But you voluntarily left the will of God. And now you're doing things. It just snowballed, you know? Or here's another one. I decide I want to do my own thing right now, and I'm like, God, I'm tired of waiting for a wife. I'm just, you know, this is difficult. I'm just going to go, and I'm just going to go and sleep with this girl, man. She fine. She got the, the, yeah, it's not me. She mm-hmm. caked up, not me. Like, like a bakery. Dark skin, the way I like, Lord, you know, with the, that 3C that, 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 that hair. No, oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> that, how, uh, we get it. We, we we get it, Mike. We get it, Mike. We get it.
0: But the whole point is, like, you got all this and everything, and I'm like, you know what? And I start messing with her, right? Mm-hmm. Man, next thing you know, oh, I got a kid. Who? Or, or here's what's worse, Rodney. What?
1: Yeah.
0: I got something she gave me. I can't never get rid of now. And now I try to go get right with God and I do. And I'm like, he's like, I wanted to send you this woman for your wife. Uh But now you disqualified yourself from her. Uh I had a good woman prepared for you, but you went and had a kid outside of marriage and she ain't going for that. Uh Or I had this woman prepared for you and you went and caught HIV. And she Uh ain't going for that. And I'm not going to tell her to go for that. I'm her good father. I'm not going to tell her to go for that. Mm-hmm. So now you got to go and deal with the consequences of your actions. Exactly. It's easy. It's so easy to say I quit and I'm just giving up on this and I don't want to do things, man. For sure. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is because we struggle with the calling on our lives and everybody's called to something like the one thing I don't like is people want to talk about calls as far as only like being a pastor or whatnot right
1: mm-hmm.
0: but everybody is called to do something within the word within the body you're sure. called to do something You're whether you might be called just to you have one person God has assigned that you are going to minister to in life and you're going to deliver that soul right right mm-hmm. That might be the one thing you called to. He might have called you to be someone who witnesses at your job. Well, I think we're all called to witness at our job. To be fair, but he might have called you for you know, let's say it's uh, you're called to be a. You're called to. You're actually called to work customer service, Rodney. This is your calling, not you. Boo. Not you. I'm not. I'm not putting that on you, bro. Sorry, I got PTSD. Say, it's, it's it's a person who's. <laughs> They don't like it, but it's like you're called to work customer service and you're called to evangelize through customer service. Mm-hmm. You're speaking to people all day, every day. Mm-hmm. You're called to show the love of God and evangelize to them because there's gonna be some people that come on there that are about to be quit, ready to kill themselves, mm-hmm. that are gonna be ready to uh give up on life, ready mm-hmm. to go and commit some kind of crime, mm-hmm. and God's saying this is who I want you to talk to and you need to show them my love. Right? But mm-hmm. you're sitting here like man, I'm struggling, I'm wrestling, I'm, I'm struggling with this. Like I'm not going to do it. It's the wrong answer. We mm-hmm. all have issues and, and, and myself include. I will be the first person to tell you, Rodney, Mike. when you first met me, I was not mm-hmm. embracing the call of my life at all. Oh man, far from that. In fact, I did everything I could to deny it. Mm-hmm. Someone would say, "You called to be a mighty man of God." Psh, man, please. Like say, I get up here and sing sometimes. Sometimes, no, Like, like that—that was my mentality towards it. Was like mighty man of God. Man, y'all tripping? I'm like, you like, look, right? You like, I'm good in the background. Y'all go sit down. So I don't even want to lead. Like, to be fair, I ain't even want to sing. Uh, uh, that's 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 the one people really don't get. And I still, I'm being completely transparent. I still do not like being up there at all. Really? So my thing is, and mm-hmm. my apostles and I might not agree with this. I don't feel that I'm anointed to actually lead and do be and lead worship that way. Right. Mm hmm. And a lot of people might actually, you know, find that to be like a crazy statement. But Not for real though. yeah, yeah. See, even you, right? Like, yeah, you know, Mike, even me, you're bugging, right? For sure. But yeah. hear me out on this, right? Uh-huh. The way I look at things is I don't think it was necessarily anointing as much as it was a developed skill. It wasn't like I got up there one day and was just like, I just know how to do this. This is just me. This is something like literally Rodney, I was been trained in since I was 10. And it took until I was like 18 for me to actually really 19 for me to actually be able to do it. Like this was a, it was that's why I say it. it felt more like a skill than that because it was something that I was it was foreign to me all of this and it took like eight years eight nine years of teaching for me to be able to get up there and do it then when I got to Christ United it took even more teaching to get me to the point where I am now so even if there is some uh some anointing on there for it right I think more of it is just skill in learning the uh, fundamental aspects of, you know, actually doing it. All right. So, yeah, I'm not crazy. Nah, I might nah, be nah, wrong, but I'm not crazy.
1: No, nah, you're not crazy. And I think, I think the, the biggest thing about God's calling is, like, we have a different way of Oh my God! I thought about something else too. So remind me if I'm saying this. But when it comes to the call that what what God's calling you to, it's not going to seem correct to you. Like like Mike, how you said with other people, like you being a worship leader, you know, like we can see that. But you, you like, eh, no, nah, I'm I'm cool in that. I'm all right. I don't I don't, I don't wanna do that. Cool. But then it's like, like even 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 in the scripture where where it's saying like. Um, we're we're called um no what, what was it? I'm trying to I'm I'm paraphrasing right now, but for his divine purpose or his his, his perfect will, the key word is his. God is the writer in, in the story, and we're the characters who he has designed and know what we're supposed, supposed to be doing. So of course to us, you know, we're you know, the vessels. So God, if you say this is what I'm called to, like okay, but I I don't see it. I think that that's the best part about faith, because God, you must be a miracle worker, because I don't see me doing this. I'm not qualified. I don't like people. Look, I don't like I don't like being in a leadership role or responsibility for other people. I'm I'm cool on that, but then that's when His glory is shown. Once you start seeing the evidence of when when you're doing, because you'll be surprised once you start operating the way how He wants you to. You'll be surprised. Oh wow, I do have a, a knack for for this because your your gift never comes with a feeling. Yes. I I remember your your gift never comes with a feeling because like Mike, what you can do naturally is something I cannot do. Now I'm in I'm an okay singer, but you like you be doing something like yeah I I I, I touch a mic. But even though you, it's
0: not that good anymore. All right, let's let's stop stop gassing me up.
1: I'm I'm saying though, even though you went, I don't I don't say this too, Mike. Even though you've been through years of you not taking care of your voice because of the things you were doing, but even though through a season of damaging, not preparing, not taking care of, um, the gift that God has given you, even through a moment when you feel you're not at your strongest or used to be. Your gift is still showing light because even even for me, I have indulged in the things that you have, and I still can't reach what you reach. That's how you know the anointing and that oil is still so there. Because you're still you're still able to touch, get God's word across. Still, that's the best part about, about, about the calling. Like, God is like, I don't care what was going on, I can still use it if you just give it to me. S- same thing with, with me in social media. Like for me. Now it was spoken over a few times, where, okay, you have a business mindset. God's going to use you for 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 business. You have to give to direct. I'm young. I don't know what is going on. Okay, blah 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 blah. Cool. Now I'm in the role of, like I said, you no, know, being the social media manager for, for my church. I'm like social media. Like, what's what was going on? Like, I'm gonna qualify for this. But I've been noticing. Slowly but surely, guys has been giving me ideas and visions on a social media aspect, how to brand certain things. I'm like, oh, wow. This is what he was. And, and that's the thing. So sometimes the calling will have a desire as well, and you'll never know why. So many times we do have a desire for things, but it would not make sense. So that's why it says God will give you the desires of your heart. Now, you didn't put that the desire there, but he did. So like, God, so, like, God, why do I have these thoughts? Why do I have these visions? Why do I want to go to this ministry? Why do I all of a sudden want to pray for this person? It's because I put that desire in there. And because I put the de- desire within you, that's why I'm leading you to this place. Uh, I feel and, and I, I kind of want to go off track a little bit, but still off track a little bit. Go for it. Um, all right. So how do you feel about the calling that God has called you to, but it's either not what you want it to be or hey I'm trying to go to that next level like how do you feel about certain things like that sometimes you may have someone hey who says hey I, I, I want to be the pastor but God's calling me to be part of the the, the stewards board or something like that because I do uh, think sometimes mine <laughs> think was sometimes, the opposite <laughs>
0: Well, you went by the store's board? What? Stewart, no, it wasn't nothing. I didn't want to do nothing. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, how about them people? Like, you know, they, they're they trying to make something they're calling. Let me say that. They're trying to make something they're, they're, they're calling when it's not.
0: That's, it's, so I'm glad you brought that up because it's, it's kind of crazy, right? So mm-hmm. we do have people who I know somebody, and I think I might mm-hmm. have talked to you about him before, who, because his mom is a pastor, Mm, Yeah, he thought that he was a pastor as well went and paid his way through seminary school started working as a youth pastor at a church Mm -hmm. and the lead pastor came to him and relieved him of duties and said God said you were not a pastor and this was not your calling and he told you that beforehand Mm. and he he got mad he got mad. mad he got mad and left the church Took his family and left the church and slandered, you know, bad mouthed them and was like, they just don't want me this and this and this. Super uh-huh. personal and everything. And I was just sitting here and I was like, bro, like, listen to what you're talking. They don't want me, 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 me. You're making everything about you when this is supposed to be about God's work. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, this. Might this probably wasn't what you were supposed to be doing? Did you uh-huh. really consult with the Lord? Did you talk to your spiritual leaders at the time? And then he come to realize, guess what? He didn't even know his spiritual leaders when he went and got that. He was at a church, you know, uh-huh. it was a medium sized, larger church, you know, a few hundred members kind of deal. Uh huh. Lee Pastor definitely don't know you, but. He didn't talk to any of the associate pastors or anything like that. And in fact, the church that he was going to had their own program for Uh developing that gift if you were going to be, if you're supposed to be a pastor. Uh They had their own program for schooling and everything. I know this because my mom went to the, my mom used to go to that church. Uh And instead, he moved and decided to go elsewhere. And I was like, you knew. Like, you knew this wasn't you. Because if you sure. didn't, if you if you thought this really was you, you would have stayed there and you would have saved a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. Money and time. Right. But, yeah, I, I saw how that got him out of alignment and how some things happened in his life mm-hmm. and how it just completely, his life completely fell apart. Once For that sure. happened, he lo- he left the church and everything. His marriage fell apart. His family fell apart. Um, I think that's a I'm ooh, not even gonna, going to go into more specifics but let's just put it this way he don't see his kids mm, wow
1: man that that's crazy
0: all that happens
1: because you were, you were trying to force something that God didn't call you to and now because you were being presented with a different route now you got upset and look at what's going on in the background things are getting shambled and shattered and broken into pieces when all that could have been resolved
0: right Man. Oh, real Man. talk
1: yeah all right you can you, you you can continue um with the route you were going because i just that thought of, I was thinking about that as we were talking about this topic because uh even for me personally you no know, i've had a moment where i was trying to force myself into a calling or a position in the church and then i know that's not technically what he wanted me to do
0: um, let's talk on. Or, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was gonna say let's touch on, let's touch on. All right. So a lot of we're going off of. A lot of what we're going off of is like people not neces like a lot of it is people not necessarily knowing. Right. Let's talk about uh-huh. when you do know. Right. Uh-huh. Well, actually, I think we talked about both. But let's let's focus in on when you do know what you're calling is, because if you don't know what you're calling is, like look at your like here's the easiest way I could say. Like uh-huh. free, as far as calling goes, right, uh-huh. one, get up under your leaders about it uh-huh. if you don't know and you can't tell from what God's trying to reveal to you, they can uh-huh, um, two, I would say, look at natural gifts that you have, uh-huh. the things that you are naturally gifted in more than likely is gonna be where you're called to operate in, uh-huh. Right. So word tells you that your gifts will make room for you. Right, Amen. And you your giftings are going to make room at that table for you. Uh-huh. If you're a naturally just blessed, anointed singer came out the womb like that and you can lead music and like you can lead people and captivate people, you're probably going to be a, you're probably a worship leader. Uh-huh. Probably. Right. If uh-huh. You're a friendly person. You're always smiles and everything. You might be called, you know, you might have a gifting on you to be a greeter or to be an usher. Uh-huh. You know, there's a lot of different things. And that's just we're just talking about within the walls of the church, by the way, right now. We're not even talking about the stuff outside. Sure. Um, But if you know what your calling is. Some people have a very hard time accepting it. In what what way? I, said, I know I did uh, So I'm going to just use myself as an example Right mm-hmm. I grew up in the word Grew up in the church Two different things I had to distinguish both of them right? But I grew up in the word and I grew up in the church And mm-hmm. I was always told from the time I was tiny Pastors would say God has a calling on him He going to preach, he going to do this, he's going to do this Right when I was a kid, I was like, all right, dope. That's fine. Uh-huh. Blah, 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 blah. You know, fast forward to when I get out the house and I'm, you know, 19, 20 years old. Mike don't want to do that. Mike want to go out and do what he want to do. Uh-huh. I struggled with my calling because I said, there's so much, it's, I, I recognized because I had grown up in it and my mom had always kept telling me and hammering in. I wish she didn't sometimes Uh uh, because it almost it was almost like she wasn't allowing me to be a kid. Uh But it was so much of hammering in of, hey, guess what? You're called to do this, which means even in the church, you're going to be separated from a lot of people you can't do these things that everyone else is doing you can't do these things that everyone else is doing you can't listen to this you can't watch this all i heard was you can't you can't you can't you can't right
1: right right which is a good slash bad. it's it has pros and cons when that is being done you you understand as you get
0: older on why they say that but when you're in a moment you're like dang all i know is kane what can i do <laughs> and the crazy thing is because like one your mom might be trying to protect you spiritually and all these things right mm-hmm. cool but the crazy thing is it's like first off I'm gonna be outside the, I spend more my, more of my time at at the school than you than in the daytime at home with you mm-hmm. so when you tell me I can't I can't I can't especially in high school i will i will i will when oh, I get especially, to that school especially in high school right and then the moment I get freedom because i freedom quote unquote when I move out, all I'm gonna do is everything that I couldn't do when I was living with you. Uh Right. So listen to the things, watch the things, do whatever I wanted at that time. And it wasn't because, you know, you don't care for your kids and everything, but we got to have we got to stop telling the kids you can't you can't with everything and start saying, hey, this isn't for you, but let me give you an alternative. Uh See, the problem was I was never given an alternative for all the things. It was just like, no, a hard no for everything. Uh No, no, no. That's it. So mm-hmm. I grew up. Uh, and when I got finally got become of age, I was like, yeah, no, screw all this God stuff, screw the church thing. Um, like, and I still went to church, but I was like, I don't want to do any of this, and I wanna uh-huh. do me. All right. This whole you gotta be a path you're gonna be a you know, preacher and all this stuff. It was like, that's cool and all. I don't wanna do it. This is not what I asked for. Like, how are you going to tell me I have to do something, Lord, that I didn't want to do? Like, all these other people out here that want to be pastors, let one of them do it, basically. Right? Mm-hmm. And because of that, I wrestled and struggled with the fact that I had something that God was trying to call me to do. Mm-hmm. I wrestled and struggled with the word that was spoken over my life. And so I ended up in rebellion because, one, I didn't fully understand Everything about it because again, like, how could I, you know, for sure? I was a kid, and even when I was 20, I was a kid, oh. I couldn't fully understand it because I hadn't been operating in it yet. I mm-hmm. couldn't understand it because no one had first off, nobody had explained it to me. <laughs> no one, like, that's 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 what it is. Keep it, keep, keep it a buck, yeah. No one explained any of that to me, like, passes didn't explain it. None of the ministers, prophets, none of them explain. It. It's just like this is what you're gonna do, and it was never a. This is what this means, and this is how you get to this, and this is what you can and can't do. This is what you shouldn't do and try to avoid. Here's why you should try to avoid these. This is what the word says, about no, it was none of that. Yeah, it's it was like, just like they're, this is what you're the, gonna do. This is what you can't do.
1: Yeah, it's like they're they're showing you what the destination is, but they didn't know the process to get there.
0: Hmm. Or explaining go. what the destination actually is. <laughs> at, because in my mind, by this time, the pastor at this moment in my mind is this super holy clean person has never made a mistake in their life uh-huh. and continues to not make mistakes and has uh-huh. to be perfect all the time because they're leading other people uh-huh. so they can't make mistakes. I' tell you do you know how draining that is as a teenager? going i can't make mistakes and then you're making mistakes you slip up and you do certain things and now you're just sitting here beating yourself up because oh stupid, man stupid. god said this and i just messed this up and eventually you just go man you know it'd be easier just to say screw it i don't care anymore uh-huh. yeah me, i know i definitely know for sure so you wrestle with it you wrestle in and out of This is what he called me to do. And this is how this is supposed to work and what I'm supposed to do. And you're wrestling with the fact that you might not want to do it. You're not willing to do certain things. These things are going to be difficult. This calling might be difficult. And you're wrestling with it like Jacob wrestled with the angel Mm -hmm. and you're sitting there going back and forth, back and forth going. I don't necessarily want to do this. I can't do this. This is too difficult. And no one has taught you how to lean on God yet. Sure.
1: Yeah. That's, I think that's the part that we kind of do mess up on. It's like, we know what we're supposed to do for God, but how many times are we going to him as the source for, for those things? Like, it's like, it's like we're, it's like we're dancing around it, but not like hitting the, the, the target. Like, okay, so I know I'm preaching. Hey, I know I'm singing. I know I'm on the source board. It's like we're doing these things like for for him and towards him. But it's like, yo, but no one's not teaching me to go to him for guidance in this. And like it's it's missing the mark on what is really going on. Know what I mean. Yeah, I not mean. <laughs> See, so, yeah, so and even for me, like I'm trying to get out of that mindset because for me, my hardest thing sometimes is. I'm always in the mindset of okay, I'm I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do this. But then it's like like dang, I'm doing so much time planning on the things I w I wanna do for the church or outside of the church. I'm like, man, I can't even get like I'm not even giving him ten minutes to go to talk about the plan that um I'm trying to show forward relate or even if it's in his will. So it's like that's why I'm like, okay, I need to spend more time with the source instead of trying to create something out of out of thin, thin air and say, hey, I'm doing this for you. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to get that mindset for sure. Work through. Like if I'm doing something it's cause it's instruction by him. And I know that's what he's calling me to. Cause let's let us let us be honest, Mike, since this episode is about calling, let's not forget there are other things in this world that's is calling us as, as well.
0: Mm, come on.
1: Let's let, let, let let's be honest. Like there are there is vices that are is calling us there's pornography that's calling us there's alcohol that's calling us it's even just us want to get your you, flesh it's, it's your the flesh, flesh that's calling
0: yeah. your flesh is calling you and your flesh is what your flesh is calling you to do is opposite to what god is calling you to do for sure that's why the two are in constant it's, it's constant battle
1: that's mm-hmm. why it tells
0: us that we got to crucify our flesh daily
1: definitely daily Man, mine is every second. True. Oh, j- j- just killed it just now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a piece of candy. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd have tried to put that in there. But, yeah, because, and like I said, this goes back to um one of our earlier episodes of podcast when, when we said, uh, watch what you put into your spirit. You know, cover your ear gates and your eye gates because there's so many things that can grab our attention in our ears that can really distract us from the calling and sometimes let's be honest we don't even know we're called because there's a higher volume that is getting our our attention that that is more visual or more um auditorial so it's like definitely lowering the volume on what is distracting you and that's when sometimes like how you said going to your spiritual leader for guidance about your calling whether it's inside the church or outside the church there's what are you naturally good at? because not I'm talking to ten. That's what he's going to use inside the church. And number three, like I said, definitely take a moment to shut down everything. Like get get off of social media, turn off the TV, don't listen to music. Like get a moment where you can just sit down and be still, and pray to him, and sit down and sit and
0: see what is he saying to you. What is he revealing to you? Before we even before we finish up, bro, let's talk about accepting and operating and what you were called to. OK. What does that look like? What does it look like to actually accept what God has called you to do in life? Not just ministry, but let's say life as in like even down to like, you know, even jobs and things of that nature. Whoo we man? That's a chapter in
1: a book. <laughs> yeah um for for me okay I'm, I'm gonna tell about my, my my experiences um since we talk about work I remember a few months ago my name was being brought up in a whole bunch of things did and they have a group chat on you if, if they did I wasn't in it would I would not know Um, but luckily I had like a a, a little birdie told me what this other person was saying about me, that how pretty much just lying on me of my things I do at work and blah, 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 this, that, and third. Pretty much like just trying to make me look look bad, trying to, you know, quote, unquote, make me look bad and get me like disqualified from work or, um, like being let go, whatever. And then, but then it felt like it was like a target on my back at work and it was just so annoying i was frustrated i was like i was like this close from like spasm for real and then like i knew once i was out of my hookup like my not normal riding routine i'm like okay for some some reason something told me to go to subscription now mind you like i'll be i'll keep it a bug i been in my word in like in a while like in a good while so then like one day Get something the told me Solomon. so then one day <laughs> <laughs> so one day um the um the, the scripture that came to my head about um to um to pray pray for your enemies and you know to show them love. Even one of the biggest scriptures that came to my um uh, mind. Now, this is me 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 paraphrasing, but it's like in the in the word it was saying how it's easy to love someone when you actually love them. Like my it's easy for me to do that with you. It's easy for me to do that with my mom. It's easy to do that with with my my cousins, but. To Do it
0: to someone who is. I'm mad you jumped over your siblings to cousins.
1: Look, I'm thinking, I'm thinking right now, so like, my like I'm trying to stay on track as I'm saying it, so I don't lose my thought. Oh, uh, I'm gonna tell on you to them. That's all right, you can tell Man them, I'll be okay. Y'all. Sure. That's crazy, but then it's like that. Love, yo, what
0: <laughs> Your up? Your response is crazy, fam.
1: Oh. Well, well, what'd I say?
0: You didn't combat it all. You're just like, yeah, that's crazy. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, that's
0: probably true.
1: <laughs> I mean, nah, nah. I, I love, I love my brothers and sisters, man. I love my brothers and sisters. But like I said, it's easy to love family. It's easy to love friends. But to like your love for God truly is shown when you're still able to love your your enemies, the people who still talk ill about you, who don't treat you right. Those people who are like definitely, you know, trying to, you know, put put, put a stain on, put a stain on your heart. So for me, that's when I I did what the Word said. I put it into practice and I actually prayed for this person. Well, two people I prayed for. So I actually prayed for these people, for God to still bless them, still cover them, show your mercy and your grace upon their lives. And guide them, lead them the the right, right way. Let me have no ill intention in my heart because I know me, I have a sharp tongue. I can act differently, but it's like but how will christ be shown in my life if i'm not operating out of love like that could really rob something of somebody so that was a moment when i'm like and like i said that's what we're all all called to to do you know and i'm like we're all called to love so i'm like you know if you don't love how people not people see that that god is in you so i'm like okay god I, i hear you not saying it was easy but it happens and
0: yeah i think one of the lessons to learn from that is and and it's one of the biggest ones i was going to come to is what it a lot of what it looks like isn't perfect Mm -hmm. learning to step into and accept your call and operating in it doesn't mean it's going to be easy and it don't mean it's going to look perfect you're going to have a lot of struggles you're going to have a lot of times when you struggle with it and you struggle to do it and you're struggling to want to you know, to, to leave and not do it, but operating and accepting it means that going, all right, this might be difficult now, but Lord, you got me and I'm going to do this because this is your will. I think a lot of the times we think that, you know, because we, we look at issues and adversity and think that because it arises that there must be a problem with us. And it's not true. It's going to happen. Like with everything, you're going to have adversity in life. And this uh-huh. is no different. For sure. I think this is very good. Productive today.
1: It was very productive. It was very productive.
0: I feel like this could have went for another hour, but I'm glad it didn't. I want to get some sleep. <laughs> no, this is all good. I understand. Yeah. I am not know if going to work on time to work lately. So I'm trying to keep that up. It's rent check. Not for real though. Yeah, so this has been the Godman Podcast, everybody. We're talking about the call today. That's right. We're talking about
1: the call. Hopefully y'all like this. Hopefully y'all can take some good notes, some reflection. After this, we want y'all to take the time to Pray to God for direction, for light, for assurance of the call that He has over your life and what He wants you to do. You know, you can simply ask Him; He'll definitely show
0: you. Exactly. So, y'all, you know, we already said at the top, you know, like, comment, subscribe, everything. Be on the lookout. Rodney and I will be beginning our. You know, we've been in a Bible ser- story series that we're doing where we're gonna look at different people in the word and find messages and everything, you know, find you know, lessons to learn from there. Um last week was Nehemiah. Uh the first time the first one was the first one was crap. Rodney, who's the first one? Um Ah, fudge. Um we did Nehemiah we did one before that that i did i don't remember what it was all right so it doesn't matter Uh, now it was about it was a character in the bible we know that solomon it was solomon we did Uh, solomon uh, first No, i would not guess that we are going into a series now we're going to start the series on david the man after god's own heart the one who had the line that jesus himself was born into we are going to do a deep dive in David, and it is going to be a multi-episode series. Just with it's a series. It's going to be a series within a series. The Bible story series of David is going to be a series within the Bible story series because Jesus, knows, everyone, Lord knows, His life was full of lessons and things we can learn of. I mean, practically both books of Samuel are all about Him. Uh, that's true So until then We wish y'all be blessed we And we, we, we will do. Talk to you guys later Alright Deuces